Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, Lindsay and I are back for episode 33. (laughs) (laughs) Funny story. We'll get into that a little bit later. Yes, but uh, I guess to start off this month, we are doing another thriller suspense novel. And I personally think this one went way better than last month, but that's just me. And I know Lindsay agrees with me. So that's not just me. (laughs) It was a great book. Great book. Um, And the name of the book is Pretty Little Wife by Darby Kane. And she's a new author to both Lindsay and I. We've never read her before. So um, this book definitely has made us want to seek her out a little bit more on what else she's written but yeah. uh the wine we also decided to drink is called the dreaming tree and that is the name of the winery i think yeah I it's think from it california is. i think yeah. it is too i remember i have mentioned this how many times but yeah it is <laughs> um uh so the book the podcast or episode title i guess i should say is called pretty little white under the dreaming tree so yeah let's get started into the podcast well i guess before we get started on the podcast i always forget this part rate review and subscribe as well as if you want to um, check out what we're currently reading what alcohol we're currently drinking um what books we're doing for the bo- uh, podcast each month check us out at our uh, instagram page boozeandbooks.podcast we also do have a facebook page um but it mainly only gets updated when we post <laughs> on <laughs> instagram because we push it to that yes. so but there is if you're more of a facebook person uh it is there and it's also called booze and books up podcast so you can find us on facebook as well that way um or you can follow us on our personal uh instagram pages uh you can follow Lindsay at lynn.said l-i-n-d dot s-a-i-d or kristen or me Kristen <laughs> at Kristen.shu. Um, so it's S H E W for the shoe part. Um, so yeah. Yay. Before we get into the podcast, <laughs> Lindsay is definitely exercising right now on a bike while I'm sitting in the kitchen drinking a beer. <laughs> um, yeah, and I promise I'll drink, maybe. No, I need to. Um, because so uh, uh, in current fashion of booze and books lately, um, the original that we recorded got deleted. And when I say deleted, I mean, I got really drunk when we actually recorded it. And then I somehow locked myself out of my iPad that it was recorded on. And then we, um, and by we, I mean me, had to completely erase my iPad. And because we had recorded it that night, I didn't have a backup of it. So it was gone. And uh, yeah, very tragic. And it was really funny because I was a mess and a half. And we had some really good discussions going on. Really did. And like tangents. And it was really great. And maybe one day, guys, maybe one day I will find all this lost recordings somehow I mean it's not going to happen but like what if and then we release it to the world and it would be so hilarious and amazing but fine we'll just have to (laughs) 
re-record. <laughs> this seems like the most tragic one I've ever had to tell Kristen didn't get recorded. So good job, Lindsay. What did we learn? We learned don't drink. Uh, good thing I'm on this podcast called Booze and Books. Um, she can drink. I can drink in moderation, I think is the key. Uh, don't let loose and stay safe, everybody, is really what I've learned. So uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, like real unfortunate, like to the point where I don't really want to talk about it because uh, I was really stoked about this episode for you guys and it's still going to be great. Um, so this is me punishing myself on a bike because of what I did to y'all. Anyway, <laughs> thank me later. <laughs> And who knows, we might pump out a really awesome podcast for this one. Who knows? Hey, you don't maybe, know where the sign's going to go. Maybe next month won't have to be recorded twice or three times. Hey, that would be crazy. That would be awesome considering the fact that I don't know if any of you guys have <laughs> noticed the last three. Oh, I swear, 2021 has only like, been recordings. Yeah, <laughs> even the one in December yeah. was a re-recording yep. too. That did not go well for us. So I think that was the worst one. I think all of this has been terrible. <laughs> more well, for, more morale. I think like we made comebacks, yeah. but like it was, it's been fucking this, tragic. <laughs> this one doesn't seem as bad of a gut wrench punch of having to re-record because like I really enjoyed the book. You really enjoyed the book. Yeah. And like we really liked the wine. Whereas the book review one, when we realized that that one or was it the roommate one? I don't remember. Both. One of them didn't record. Oh, it was January. It was January. I specifically remember it was January. January was like full on. We didn't realize that after like five, two minutes or whatever, it stopped recording. Oh, and that so one bad. we had to go back and we liked that book, but we didn't love it like we liked this book. Yes, that's true. So having so, to talk about it was a little harder. It helps when you love what you're talking about. And this book we really liked. That's so. true. And the wines, we already know we like. So that's a plus two. Spoiler alert. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, we did. We like yeah. them. But if you guys have heard the first one, it wouldn't have been the spoiler. <laughs> so just pretend <laughs> I didn't say that. My bad. Just kidding. But if Lindsay falls off the bike or injures herself in any way, I will let you all know. Because I feel Cause like be that would be a redeeming thing for everyone involved. Such, it would make me laugh so hard. <laughs> Fair, I don't blame you. It would make me laugh hard. I'd probably cry, not from pain, but from laughter. <laughs> so um, I guess we can get started into the wines. So um, I'll be reading the backs of the wines and then we'll each discuss the um, wines themselves. So Lindsay, did you, I forgot to ask, um, did you want me to read all three backs right away? Or read one and we talk about each one. Let's do one and talk one about at it. a time. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to start off the white because, you know, it's always my least favorite and usually it's <laughs> Lindsay's favorite, but we'll see. We'll get, we'll see. Um, so again, the wine's called most of the dreaming tree is just, they're just, it's, they don't have individual names for the most part. Um, so it's the dreamy tree. It's 2018. It's a Californian wine. Um, so the back of it. Uh, so it is a collaboration between David or Dave Matthews and um, award-winning winemaker Sean McKenzie. 
Um, so they, it's kind of nice because on the back of each bottle, there's like little quotes from both uh, people. So I'll read the one from Sean McKenzie first. So this one says, Dave and I believe wine should be true to its roots. And our Chardonnay is no exception. We think this wine captures the flavors of California's coastal regions with its big fruit, toasty oak, and vibrant citrus flavors. So yes. everyone remember those points. <laughs> and then we'll get into uh, Dave Matthews' uh, little quip. And it's called Long Shadow Sheep. <laughs> so sheep cast a significantly long shadow when viewed from a balloon early in the morning. I know this from a balloon far too early with no coffee. Oh my god! I that. I know, and that—that's oh, basically like saying a person has a huge long shadow if you like look at them from above. Yeah, I'm like, why sheep specifically? Like, let's talk about the sheep. I because guess. he saw the sheep from oh. a balloon early in the morning, and he had no coffee. I think the coffee thing is like the pinnacle point of this entire situation. Oh, a hundred percent. Like. Because who wants to do shit in the morning without coffee? Who wants to go in a hot air balloon without coffee? Like, that sounds detrimental to everyone. Uh, hot air balloon with champagne. Hello. Oh, that, that sounds better. Yeah. Maybe this wine was included. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's what made him think about it. That's true. Maybe he was drunk off his own wine, his own Chardonnay. Early in the morning. Yeah. And like... I know that this Chardonnay smells amazing. So mm-hmm. uh, it actually smells quite buttery, which is kind of shocking. And definitely thought it would be, um, I don't know. I'm just not used to having like buttery tasting Chardonnays that are not bread and butter. Sorry, I have to talk about that every time we know. Um, but <laughs> it already smells buttery and like oaky with... Yeah definitely some pear in it too and the color is pretty like standard for chardonnay it's like a nice light pale yellow um but it after tasting it it immediately tastes buttery which is kind of shocking but it's like it's not as the same it's smooth for sure don't get me wrong but it's not the same smooth buttery as bread and butter so like it's different, I guess. <laughs> Obviously, it's different. It's different wine, but it's like a more crisp version of a buttery Chardonnay, I guess. Uh, the pear is definitely prominent in what I taste as well. Um, and then you do taste a bit of the oak at the very end. It just kind of hits you um, at the very end there. So you just kind of start with like the butter at the beginning, tip of your tongue, kind of like on the flat part, and then. It goes into like the pear and then the oak at the very end. So the end is kind of like a little bit shocking. And I think that's what makes it a little bit like surprising because it goes from like smooth to oaky to like kind of like, oh, it's a little bit of an aftertaste, I guess. I don't know. Like it's decent, but like, I guess still in terms of my favorite uh, Chardonnay's bread and butter, obviously still number one. I don't know. Originally when I tried this, I know I was like super stoked cause it was buttery. And then originally I was like, it's number two on my list. And then after I drank more, I realized it doesn't even make top five. So, I mean, it's a good Chardonnay. It's buttery. That's important to me. That's why it like gets like maybe a little bit higher points, but 
wouldn't put it on my top five for short days quite yet. Yeah. It was quite funny how her, <laughs> after the other two wines, her opinion of it went super low. <laughs> and then it kind of came back up, but it didn't really come up much. Fair, fair. But um, yeah, I remember tasting it and I agree with like Lindsay, like it wasn't my favorite, but we all know whites aren't usually ever going to be my favorite True. overall but um it definitely I like I don't really remember the Chardonnay from bread and butter just because like I we drank it what a year ago and I haven't had it since oh yeah fair whereas you drink it probably every yeah month I, I do remember <laughs> it all the time so but like this one really stood out in like how as soon as the wine hit your mouth and like your tongue it was just like a like buttery like smoothness that like went over your like cascaded along your tongue Ooh, cascaded yeah i'm getting really descriptive right now yeah like cascaded along and like it was just like so smooth you got the butter feel to it and then like you got the hints of like the pear and then like more on the like if you left it for like a second or so more then you get the, I, well, at least I felt like I got hit with the toasty oak. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it was like the fruity notes first. And then it was like, boom. Yeah. Toasty oak. Yeah. That's exactly. So it's quite, yeah. I think I'm going to be the most descriptive on this point. Like, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I really, for white wine, it's like pretty good for like kind of like yeah you know, right like it's, it's, it it's a decent wine and like these were what did I say they were like 18 which isn't too bad yeah whereas I told Lindsay later yes. that the tab for sure is at Costco liquor here in Canada well shouldn't say here in Canada here in the one that I go to all the time I don't know about any other Costco locations I only know about the one Beacon Hill one in Calgary but that location has it and it's about like 12 bucks which is crazy so i'm uh and that was the cab right you said they usually have yeah i'm totally gonna get that and you also don't need to be a member because Lindsay was also shocked (laughs) at that yes definitely thought you needed to be a costco member to go to liquor store there uh blowing my mind like i did mention like like if you're listening and you're living in the states yeah down there you yeah you need like to be a member but like right. here in Canada the liquor stores have to be a separate building from the grocery store part so right. they're completely separate buildings so they have different rules so um the liquor store here you don't need to be a member but you still can't pay with visa you have to pay with mastercard right right which is funny. or debit card or you know cash but but yeah main thing you don't need it for being a member <laughs> yes so best. Lindsay can definitely go and like have some they might have the chardonnay i don't know well whatever i don't really I'd rather get the whites cab. yeah and i don't really look at the whites i yeah, know that fair. costco also has uh bread and butter chardonnay there yes too. they do and i need to go there now to get it now that i know i can yeah and it's probably also <laughs> cheaper <laughs> Yeah, of course. That's what I mean. Lucky over here, just buying regular price wine like an idiot. <laughs> no comment. That's fine. It's cool. It's cool. Um, so we'll move into the Cabernet since it's the one next to me. Um, so this one on the back, uh, 
Sean McKenzie's uh, little quote is, Dave and I are passionate about creating wines with soul. The rhythm of our California cab highlights classic aromas of black, uh, sorry, blackberry, cherry, and bittersweet chocolate with hints of toasty oak. This wine is loaded with character and easy to drink. So everyone remember those notes while I go into Dave Matthews' little joke of the day. Um, smoking fish. We share many common interests, wine and the drinking of it. Yeah, uh, sorry. I, was, I stopped last weekend too when I read this. Okay, let me start. Smoking fish. We share many common interests, wine and the drinking of it, food and friends and sitting down to share them. And we are not fishermen. Oh, sorry. And we are both not the fishermen. <laughs> so oh, there's a lot funnier on Friday. I don't know why I'm not laughing, but yeah, it right. is it so like <laughs> we were like honestly like dying, dying laughing on Friday, but like they're so fucking hilarious. Like legit who fucking comes up with this shit. Legit. <laughs> like you can read these things and you're like, this is just so random. Like I can basically say shit like this. Oh yeah. But like no one probably would laugh as hard as, <laughs> unless it's on the back of a ball of wine. Which is true. So, it's fucking true. But I know Lindsay and I have had some quite big zingers in the past. Zing. But I don't think anyone's ever laughed at it. No. Maybe us. Or maybe no. ourselves. You know. We, we find us funny. It's fine. I find we're hilarious, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Um, so for this one, uh, like I, it's like one of my go-to wines. Like it's not like how Lindsay is with bread and butter kind of go-to, but it, but it is like one of, um, it's like the one wine bottle that most of my friends kind of know that I do drink and like, like specifically one of my friends. So she like, will get it for me um if she's like bringing if she needs to get me wine yeah that's that my friends get me wine a lot I wish but you know I have to go get <laughs> myself and, um if they do happen to pick up a ball of wine or whatever for me and um they're not sure where to get me it's usually this one so it is one of my go-tos it's a classic it's always one that is good to have as um a fallback or just like a constant in your life it's really good yeah that's fair um like for the color of it i remember it being like you know standard cab wines it's like the dark ruby red oh yeah so uh there is not too much difference in like the color of it but with the taste i really smelled and i remember really smelling the blackberry and the cherry a lot i didn't Mm. really get a lot of the chocolate yeah and I did which is funny yeah it was especially like since chocolate. like we're not super huge chocolate people yeah but Lindsay tasted or and smelled more chocolate when we tasted it I kind the more I drank I kind of got more of the hint of the chocolate but I still didn't get it a lot I think I got more of the toasty oak overall yeah, fair but for fair. sure I definitely always got the blackberry yeah. and the cherry yeah specifically i think cherry cherry. yeah i did taste the cherry but after a couple sips but for sure the chocolate was there for me which made me like it a lot and see i don't know if i love it a lot if it 
was more chocolatey. That's fair, but you, you do like it. That's the thing. So like, it's kind of yeah. weird, but great. It's one of those like super good, like mysteries. Cause it's like, I don't fully love chocolates. Yes. Like sometimes, you know, I'm human. I sometimes yeah. want chocolate, but it's not like what some people do and where they fucking devour <laughs> shit constantly. Fair, fair. Usually I like have a bite of it and I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm over it. And then, give it <laughs> and then I put it in the freezer for later. Yeah, fair. Yeah, right. You just have a little bit put in the freezer and then you can gnaw on it later. That's yeah, me too. Exactly. I feel that. My work actually gives chocolate out for like pretty much every big occasion. So like Valentine's Day, chocolate. Christmas, chocolate. Uh, nice. nice. There's no other holiday that I can really think that we get anything for. But anyways, those two for sure. Nice. <laughs> those two for sure. And, oh, maybe Canada Day. But anyways, I digress. And every single time I definitely always bring them home um, yeah. and give them straight to my dad. I don't even eat them. Except mm. for this year. They got us purdies for Christmas and I did have a couple of bites of some of the stuff because there's a box of assortments of uh, a couple of different things. Just a couple bites, guys. Just a little bit. They had like a peanut butter one. I'm not a huge peanut butter fan, but like I was like, hmm, I'm intrigued. That's fair. So yes, please. And then purdies, which yeah. like, it's not horrible, but no. again, had to try. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, what do, you, what do you kind of remember of the wine? Do you remember the wine? Yeah, I remember the chocolate. That's like pretty much it. The chocolate, like cherry. I remember liking it a lot. Um, and I remember like, I mean, I'll tell my rankings of them at the end, but I remember just being like, this is good cab red wine. Like the chocolate got me though. I think that's what intrigued me and made me really like it. So, yeah. but it's funny, like, again, it is funny that I really taste the chocolate and you don't and you like liking the wine and having had it many times before, um, you obviously thinking Never that you would, wouldn't like the chocolate if there was a lot of chocolate in it. So, and I have to say, I don't think I've ever thought when I drank the wine before, huh, chocolate. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe when I've had certain foods with it, maybe that brings certain, maybe it could have brought it out, but nothing comes to mind. No. And that's fair. And I just think it's really crazy how like, um, different people's, uh, taste buds are. Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy. It's cool. I wonder if we like swish it around in our mouth and like pulled it through our teeth, like you're supposed to, if like that would have done anything differently except for when I try and do that I almost like either spit the wine out when I do like the teeth thing or like almost like choke on it (laughs) yeah I feel like I would choke on it for sure um but yeah (laughs) it's kind of one of those things which where we do our uh podcast uh recording oh yeah usually probably not the best place to try and do that but I was just thinking that and I was like I'm not gonna risk putting that on your parents the carpet. And your carpet. Yeah. yeah no way yeah. but yeah it's we should try that one time even if we just move into oh, the yeah. kitchen or something yeah I'm down to just like fully immerse ourselves in the wine tasting experience 
have towels at the ready because we just <laughs> like completely cover the floor in towels your new floors <laughs> actually like have like start doing it and like the wine's just like leaking out of the side of our mouth as we're trying to like pull it through <laughs> maybe we should go outside good thing it's warming up we'll just be outside just like spitting wine everywhere like, can you the- imagine people like, walking by me yeah like, what the fuck are you guys doing yeah be like we're wine tasting don't worry about it I'm like dying on this <laughs> you should totally do this <laughs> yeah I think that sounds great we're doing this next time absolutely next episode you guys will be front row at us doing this and you'll hear all the sound effects so already a trigger warning for people that don't like ASMR and weird people fucking spitting everywhere just fyi that's what's gonna happen yeah and people like yeah yeah all that (laughs) and talking about like how it feels and potentially yeah just everything encased in that but i think it'll be fucking hilarious so i can't wait oh same same um but I guess we should move on to the last one. So Yay. the last one is the red wine. So it's I'm assuming what the red wine indicates that it's a red blend. Um, but this one actually does have a name. It's called Crush. Crush. So the back of this, the Sean McKenzie part says, Crush is a special blend uh, hand-selected from our favorite varieties. This wine pulls you in with notes of smoke, uh, smoky berry and a pop of raspberry jam. Around the dinner table or out on the patio, it's a wine you want to want to share with your favorite people. So then for Dave Matthews, get ready to laugh, everyone. This is hilarious. <laughs> two dogs in the pickup. Oh, yeah. A hot a hot day, two dogs chase a stick thrown into a pool a pond again and again. The older, slower dog never gets a stick and moans at the effort, but always goes in. Maybe this time. <laughs> See, I don't understand the whole pickup part. I don't either. Well, maybe because he's picking their pickup a stick. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> either way. But um, this one I liked um the most. No, Both? I like the cab the most, but I would say the like I really like this one, but it's not my favorite like red blend, I guess. That's fair. Um it's kind of like I'm I like some jammy wines, but like not all jammy wines. And jammy wines aren't really my jam. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> See, we are funny hey, exactly. <laughs> especially when we're not drinking well not a lot i think we're more Um, hilarious when we're drinking but like still that might just be the wine talking no i think we are hilarious (laughs) we got this great idea of being hilarious when we're drunk so true clearly there's something to it or maybe that's just making us smart when we're drinking smart smrt but um yeah um this one i you kind of get the berry taste i don't really remember if you really tasted the smoky berry so much Mm-mm. but i felt like you smelled it more yeah you smelled the smoky a bit more i remember that but i definitely tasted the jam it more it was like very jammy and i think at one point i was like Kristen was reminding me how i said 
tastes like strawberry jam. And Kristen's like, what the fuck? There's no strawberry in it. <laughs> I was like, it mixed me up. Cause I was like, wait, strawberry. And then I had to look at the bottle again. Cause I was like, maybe I read that wrong. Or maybe I'm just like fucking delusional and have no fucking clue what I'm saying. And what like, was it? Blackberry? Right is it actually blackberry? No, smoky berry. Oh, fuck. Okay, whatever. Blackberry is the red wine. This is a red the wine. The cap, sorry. <laughs> the cap. Got it, got it. They're both red wines, technically. Yes, you're, you're not wrong. But yes. Okay, got it. So it's a smoky berry. Got it. Yeah. Um... And, oh yeah the color um I think the color from what I remember was I think it was the same darkness as the cab and or maybe even somewhat darker I find the jammy ones could be like on the darker side yeah yeah I remember it being pretty similar yeah honestly red wine unless you're sitting in a certain spot and yes. like have like nice light and usually when we're recording the podcast we're not sitting in it's true very super well lit or maybe not so much super well lit but like um i guess a natural light room i think it's easier to look at the wine color and like more natural light than yes sitting in like a dark room that you have to have a light on for exactly yes so that makes sense. It's a little harder sometimes to do it the way we do it. So we, we give you as much of a description of the color as we can. We try with what we have. Yeah. So it looks like Lindsay just got the bite. <laughs> I was hoping no one would notice, but then I forgot she can see me. Yeah. We got the like um, camera on her and I was like, she doesn't need to see me today. <laughs> mm. So mine's promptly not on. No one really needs to see me right now either. Your hair doesn't look disgusting like mine. So mm. I think you're good. Thanks for saying that. But I didn't watch <sighs> mine this morning. Oh my God. I'm looking at chapters online and there's like this little jelly cat little chick. And it's so Aww, adorable. You guys look at her not paying attention to the podcast. And instead she's looking at Indigo. I'm just kidding. Says <laughs> the girl who just got one. off of a bat or a bike or what was I doing? Exercising, you know, us boss babes got to multitask guys. It's the way it is. So just telling you know. anyway, it definitely is how I live my life. I have to like do something, two things at a time. Jelly cat is also fucking expensive. Can we just mention that? It fuck it is excuse me like this little tiny chick is 22.50 cool anyway just, <laughs> i just had to mention that okay i need to stop looking at these um <laughs> i think we're over the wine part <laughs> um yes yeah, so but wait i want everyone to know my my ranking because it's all right crazy. i forgot about the rankings and I, i'm sure we should tell your ranking so yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm getting it. I will tell everyone my ranking. <laughs> um, mine actually is the is it the red blend. Is that my first one? Yeah, it was. <laughs> See, I already forgot. Uh, so apparently, I liked the red blend the best, guys. The crush, shocking, right? It was very shocking. Liked the cab second, and then the Chardonnay, guys. So white came in last which is crazy. 
honestly, I don't know if she yeah. remembers this, but how the drinking of the wine went for everyone. And we'll <laughs> see if she remembers. Um, she had like, I think she was close to being done her first. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, glass or not even done. Like, I don't even know if she was even close to being done her first glass. She's like, I'm already feeling it. Oh yeah. Like I was like, I don't even know. It was, <coughs> sorry. It was like a quarter of a glass. And I was like, oh, this has hit me very hard. Like a truck to my face. So, which is funny considering the fact that she's like also states in the same sentence I ate today <laughs> oh yeah like this shouldn't have been a thing it was a thing and it was a bad thing bad really bad everything was bad and then we proceed to try the other wines and as soon as she tries the red and then she takes a sip of the white she's like oh this shit's bad you <laughs> <laughs> So and then she so and then she has the red wine or the red blend one and then she like goes back and she's like yeah this is like not great but then she like but then we like once we're finished during like the wine tasting part she like continues drinking the white wine <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was honestly like the funniest thing ever she's like oh. she's, I was, and then I was like why are you drinking the white if you don't like it and she's like well I have to drink it <laughs> I have to, you guys can't waste any of that shit. And you're like, it's not as bad. It's growing on me again, but it's still not the best. (laughs) Something like, like, obviously like it's not verbatim, but it was pretty close to being (laughs) what you choose to say. And I was like, loving it. I was like, this is the best day ever. Not bad. (laughs) You want to say your ranking? Um, So shocking. I like the cab. And also shocking, I like the red one second. And <laughs> shocking, triple time, I like the Chardonnay the least. I think Lindsay's was literally the shocking one. I know. Mine's like is. never, it'll be the day when I'm like that. Yeah. I if, you put, we'll find one. if you put Chardonnay or any white ahead of any reds, that'll be the shocker. Honestly, the one that I wish that we like could say this with and like try it with is those um haywire whites because you like those whites i despise the reds oh yeah that's so true. Yeah, i would be that's intrigued true. to see if i hate the whites that's because true. who knows that could be that could be a situation where i'm like you know what i actually quite like this i forgot about that yes yes okay Man. so uh. boop, boop, boop. hey if you ever want to buy the haywire and we hang out are you talking to me Yes, obviously. Sure. I don't know. I'm like looking off into the distance. <laughs> I can't see you, Kristen. So it doesn't matter where you're looking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm sitting in the kitchen. I'm like literally looking outside the windows. Oh, <laughs> and I'm just cute. like talking to that. Good. I guess I could be talking to the people out on the dog park. But yeah, no. When you and I hang out, Lindsay, yes. next time. And if I get it, yes. If you get it, I'll try it. But. perfect mm-hmm. um but yeah uh anything else with the wine or no no the reds are good that's all i got definitely try if you can check costco out first and see um how things are going yes with those wines because they probably have um the wine in stock for you for cheaper 
Yes. Um, but so Aviva, we obviously both loved it. Like honestly, like the first thing I told Lindsay when I saw her on Friday, I was like, I fucking loved it. <laughs> Maybe not on those exact words. Yeah. But it, I did spell her. And you know what? I very much liked it as well. It was a really, really great book. It's is most it of the time. Sorry. No, you go, you go. But I was just going to say like most of the time, like when it comes to thrillers, like fantasy, mm-hmm. you and I are pretty much always on the same page yeah, on if we like it or not. Um, fiction books. Um, usually we are also on the same page on that, or at least so far. Uh, romance ones. Actually, no, I think romance ones too. It's really only the suspense thriller ones that you and I are usually like, it's kind of like who is going to like it and who doesn't. Yeah. And I think it's usually me that doesn't really sometimes fully love it to the extent that maybe you do. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Whereas this time I was like all over this shit. Yeah. You were, I think you were more stoked than I was on this one. Like this one was really good. Don't get me wrong. But I think you were just like, for you, it was a different level. I would reread this in a heartbeat. Damn. Good. Yeah, I loved it. Like, Mm -hmm. just the path behind it with the whole, like, her. (laughs) Yeah. The main character is just, like, so intriguing in herself. Like, ugh she just like keeps you on your toes of like kind of like what she did because you know what she kind of did yeah all that stuff but like as the story goes I don't think anyone really would have fully figured out her whole grand scheme of framing everything until near the end yeah exactly this one truly was a hard one to kind of like you kind of had like you were able to get certain things very easily yes well we think pretty easily, <laughs> but there are certain aspects that come out later in the book that we'll get into in a little bit that like, I don't think you could have guessed. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was like a lot of, like, there was a couple things you're right, but then there was a lot of things that you were like, what the fuck did not see that coming in. And those are always the best. Yeah. Like it's a good book when you're like, you kind of get like a little taste. It's kind of like, <sighs> like wine tasting you get a little taste of a little bit of different things and then the main course is having a full glass or bottle of wine yeah the one that you really like and you're like fuck yeah yeah all of this yeah so yeah that's how i viewed it but yeah it was yeah you yeah exactly the same i uh it had me hooked but also like there were some times where I was like, okay, I figured it out. Nope. I didn't figure it out. Or, um, or like I kept like, I feel like I knew about, I had a feeling Jared was involved. I honestly thought maybe Jared like killed his brother or like did something like he was really the bad one. Um, but I knew something he was involved. He was just too like prominent of a side character to not be. But then also at the same time, I 
didn't have any idea that it was like him and his brother and he dad. crazy oh yeah and the dad and like they had this whole like insane hunting thing going on and like they killed their mother right there, there's so much to it that it's just like you you think you figure out one thing and then it's like nope there's another nope there's another nope there's another and it's just like layers on layers on layers of like psychoticness and like screwed up family dynamic and then the whole time you're like okay well she killed her husband we know that like right from the beginning but like where's the body what happened um like oh she was having an affair do we hate her do we like her oh we really like her it's kind of like where it's where it got for me so I just really liked her character and just the up and down of it all it was like sometimes it was just like no I figured it out oh no I didn't oh then there's this oh but then there's that so I like the roller coaster of this book yeah you weren't ever really like on the ball of being like this is like my overview of everything because like yeah I agree with Jared you're kind of like he's got to be doing something and mm-hmm. he has to have a bigger role than just being the fun loving brother that she's got such a connection with and all this stuff yeah you actually at some point think that they're having an affair right and then then you're kind of thinking well maybe that's the only thing i get off of him and that's why he's like being a prominent person in this uh book and all that stuff and then all of a sudden you're like reading more and then like the bombshell came out like near the end you're kind of teetering to the point where well he probably maybe is more involved and then the whole like the brother being kind of like basically a pedophile and like a predator um preying on like high specifically high school girls which I know I'm gonna sound really like bad but like in a way it's kind of good that he only went after high school like age chicks yeah. Even though I think some of them were like as young as maybe 14, but like, you know, it's harder. I feel like when you hear it, when it's like younger than that, not that yeah. anyone should ever go through anything like that ever, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say anything more, Yeah, but you guys, you, everyone knows what I mean, but yeah, yeah. like, um, it's just, yeah, it, the, it's an onion and you're just peeling yeah. the layers yeah, exactly. all the time. Exactly. And like at the center of this onion is like this like freaking hidden caramel or chocolate, if you like. I like caramel, so I'm going to put your caramel in there. Like a little caramel thing. Ooh, Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> yes. It's Sour Patch Kids. Because it's a sour it's situation. It's not a good yeah. situation like for anybody involved at all mm-hmm. in the middle of this. Well, exactly. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Well, and like, I loved how um, the main character, whose name I'm forgetting at this moment. Um, Lila? Is that it? Mm. What can I remember her name? Oh, I don't my. have my book physically in front of me. Okay, hold on, people. I'm finding this out. Oops. Not pretty little why that does not help. Oh well, it's looking up. <laughs> Lila, it's Lila. Is it Lila? Mm. Huh. Lila Ridgefield. Okay, well, I loved how Lila like basically looked, like took one look at the um, lead investigator on her husband's missing piece and was like, 
Jenny in her head. Yeah, and was like, "You're the one that's going to be the most challenged." Like she didn't obviously oh, say yeah. it out loud to Jenny, yeah. but she was like, mm-hmm, "You're going to yeah. be like the one that I'm going to have to I'm going to have the most fun with." Yes, right? Because they like sparred verbally a lot, and with like how they like had certain moves. Yes. So like Lila gave a little bit, like gave an inch and then like pulled back yeah, like five inches in a lot of what they talked about. And like, you kind of wonder if she did it. Cause like, obviously like she, when you're reading it, you're kind of like, okay, you're just acting like a weirdo, but like, it also sounds like you're acting normal at the same time. Yeah. But then from an investigator's point of view, you sound like you're kind of like suspicious and like you could have had something to do with all this stuff. So then it's kind of like, well, was that the point? And like she knew what she was doing was going to make her seem a little suspicious. Yeah. But like not too much. So it seems like I'm going to be implicating myself or anything like that or making myself like more of a prime sub, sub, suspect. I can't talk today. But yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. and I think like I really liked in the book like the whole time it's these two badass women of Lila and Ginny and like Ginny's looking to solve this murder and like Lila committed the murder but she's like also kind of a hero and the protect like the um oh my gosh the antagonist of the book and like you know what she did was wrong but you're like well I don't blame you because he, your husband was a crazy man who was raping women. And like, then there's this, his brother turns out to be like a murder, a serial killer. And their dad was like an insane man who organized hunting parties of women. Like, so, and murdered his own wife. Like it's such a messed up like situation that you are like, it's so refreshing to have this female character who just kicks ass and doesn't care and well, or cares enough to do something about this like family. And, um, and then you have Ginny who's just doing her job, but also like she has all these men in her precinct and like in the bureau where she has to fucking deal with them. And they're just telling her what she can't do, what she shouldn't do, how the investigation should go. And you're just like, no what so I don't know I just loved like the two female characters that were very different but also super similar yeah and like (laughs) I like the description of the young boy detective yeah because it was like she's like the senior detective on the case and she's got um obviously more um Uh, experience and like all that stuff and like she's uh, looking at things through different eyes and he's like just from the description of what the author gave us for him like he's it looks like he spends a lot of time in the gym Um, I think he had like short buzz cut hair I can't really remember fully his description I just remember him being like pretty muscular yeah but I just kind of laughed because I was like thinking in my head I was like he kind of sounds like unfortunately we're like totally stereotype him like one of those stereotypical like 
muscle head did guys that just seems like <laughs> talks before he thinks about things regardless of the situation and like some of the stuff he says is maybe not going to be the most appropriate thing because <laughs> he because he comments on like um one of the first things he like commented about lila was like how attractive she was like a couple yeah. of times and he kind yeah. of kept bringing it up so it's kind of like okay like we got it and everything like that but like I guess in the way to everyone described Lila as attractive but like like aloof in a way and oh, like yeah. mysterious which made her more attractive yeah so the whole thing yeah I agree but so and like two like she had all these men that were like around her in her life like uh what was that other what's the professor's name who she had the affair with mike brian brian i should remember that shit um (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) why do i keep saying mike i swear i said mike last time um you did (laughs) i did um he also was like such a douchebag in the book kind of like he ends up writing this like or investigating her and like or like diving into her past and like wanting to write a book about her and ends up writing the book and he just like kind of is using her even though he says he wasn't like he for sure was just to get a story and it's so like unfortunate for Lila but at the same time you can tell she's like yeah she's rattled because she's like well fuck like don't ruin my like life that I'm like trying to live and stay undercover on all this but uh you could tell she doesn't give a fuck about Ryan and she's just like okay cool like you're a dick anyway I was just using you (laughs) well exactly and like I don't know it really rubs me the wrong way how he used her in that way yeah like exactly especially since like when they were talking and um he they like met up and like that's when we officially found out that they're having the affair and like he was like she's like well this is like basically just sex i was never gonna leave my husband and blah 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 and uh he was like how can we go on these dinner dates and like like sleep together and all that stuff and like not grow more feelings and then fucking like what within 48 hours she finds out that he was like using her as a fucking subject it's like dude like what the fuck was all that speech out from the other night yeah that would piss me off more him saying that and then figuring out that it wasn't actually anything for me but yeah exactly just men in general None of the guides in this book really come off really great. They honestly don't. There's like really none except for like the male detective who maybe is kind of just, but he's like a pushover and just kind of like goes with the flow and doesn't really stand up for his partner or anything. So you're kind of like- And I think he's, well, he kind of threw his partner under the bus near that. Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah, totally. But I think he's just so green that like his investigative skills can like, he just seems to be taught because I think he's just so still too much of a frat boy personality right now that I think he, but like also has that like detectiveness stuff 
um also around so like yeah. i think he's he just needs to hone and like kind of get rid of that like frat boy mentality yeah, exactly that he's still kind of holding on to right now but definitely like all the other guys and oh well i guess oh yeah ralph right ralph her um, oh, um yeah yeah her uh lawyer is that ralph he's got ruben no it doesn't say in the thing it's something hmm but they won't tell you in the description either way her uh really good friend yes um we really liked him yes the lawyer that's what we're trying to say yes um yeah he was really awesome so Mm -hmm. made uh that part so he kind of made up for the dumb diggery that we had from all the other males yes exactly so like overall i think it's safe to say we liked the book loved the book i absolutely fucking love the book yeah oh that's (laughs) quite the reaction there and like Kristen. i have to say like this is like obviously like we're only three months into the 2021 and we did one romance or rom-com and then two suspense thrillers. And I still, to this day, do not think the last month one was a suspense thriller. I think it oh, was right. just yeah. a fiction novel, but whatever. I digress. And so this is like my favorite for this year. Um, I think it might be pretty close to being out some of the ones from last year, actually, even. Oh, well, your reaction makes me think like this might be your favorite thriller ever i don't know Mm, i don't know know about maybe maybe not ever i think we've had some other ones that have been really good but thinking about now i think i actually did like this a lot better than any of the ones we read last year damn damn even better than perfect child because i really like perfect yeah that was a good book actually for sure but i think this one i i think this appealed to me a little bit more that's fair that's fair i like it so what about you um, definitely really liked it. I, especially for like a new thriller author that I've never read before. Like I have my favorites obviously, but, um, I, I think she's going to be one of my favorites now. I'm really excited to read more of Darby Kane's books. Um, but I definitely, I'm trying to think of all the books we read this year. Honestly, it's probably my favorite of the year so far. And I, it beats out quite a few from last year, I think. Uh, I still think like A Perfect Child is really high up there. I think they're quite like equal in terms of how much I enjoyed them. Um, And then, but I think um, any Lisa Jewell I've read, I think still, well, most Lisa Jewell that I've read have still beat uh, most books. So I don't know if it's better than like the family upstairs for me or um, uh, the one where the daughter gets kidnapped, but I, I would say it's like top five thrillers for me that we've read any. Yeah. 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 Not, not in my, my whole life, I think, but I think it's like top 10 in my whole life for sure. Mm -hmm. And top five for all the thrillers we've read on the podcast. So I, I really, really liked it. And I think I'm, well, not think I'm definitely going to read more of Darby Kane's books and I'm excited too. Yeah. Well, 
speaking of Darby Kane, mm-hmm. so I, as we had already mentioned, I was multitasking and <laughs> I was on Instagram. So I did look up Pretty Little Wife. And so then I went, obviously, Darby came. And she only actually has one other book, at least what Indigo has. She only has oh, one other book. And that one's not even coming out until December 28th, 2021. Oh. And it's called The Replacement Wife. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm honestly like, okay, I just have to give you guys the description because this sounds so fucking good. All right. Elsa Wright is a mom and a wife living in a quiet nice quiet life in a nice quiet town she's convinced her brother-in-law is a murderer josh's josh ha- josh has one dead wife and one missing fiance and though he grieved for them he started dating someone new elsa fears for that woman's safety and she desperately wants to know what has happened to her friend josh's missing fiance searching for clues means investigating her own family and she doesn't like what she finds a laptop filled with incriminating information other woman but when Elsa finds friends with Josh, becomes friends with Josh's new girlfriend and starts to question things she thinks is true, Elsa wonders if the memories of the horrible, horrible incident a year ago has finally pushed her over the edge and Josh is really innocent. With so much at stake, Elsa fights off panic attacks and strange illnesses. Is it a breakdown or something more? The race is on to get more. Damn, son. Or, sorry, to get to the truth. <laughs> sorry read less or free more is what the thing was um but another, before another disappearance because there is a killer there is a killer in the family or is there that's crazy honestly it sounds so fucking good i'm like yes please provide yeah me. that sounds crazy and i want to read it now so it is now on my wish list fair because i need to read it fair so yeah but um yeah no loved it it was really good i think it's better than the family upstairs but that's just me so. that's fair but then i definitely love family upstairs either <laughs> when we read it. also fair but um yeah so um what are you currently reading <laughs> um well what i'm currently reading is still my god I'm still reading Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered. I've made it one chapter. Um, Making progress, guys. We're making progress. Don't comment, please. Uh, I'm also (laughs) sneezing. Sorry. Bless you. Bless me. Sorry. Excuse me. I mean, Um, I'm also currently reading uh, still Ready Player Two. Uh, I'm getting there, guys. Really, I'm trying. And then I'm uh, just got some new NetGalley books that I'm really stoked about. Um, so the one I've started is The Last Thing He Told Me my, by Laura Dave. And then I got another one by a new one uh, from Megan Miranda. And that one's called Such a Quiet Place. So these aren't out yet. Um, NetGalley will send ARCs uh, usually. So I'm really stoked to read these two. And that's kind of it not kind of that is it um and uh yeah anyway Kristen tell me what you're reading because I'm sure you'll make up for my lack of (laughs) Uh, okay so I only read a couple of books only a couple okay maybe 14 since we lost so so Wicked in Winter by Jennifer Bernard 
Down Deep by Verna DePaul, Saint by Lisa Lang Blakeney, Make Me Make Believe Fiance by Vivi Holt, Stealing Home by Tara Wyatt, Bad Boyfriend by Lexi Hart, The Wedding Obsession by Madeline Ash, The Bookworm's Guide to Flirting by Emma Hart. Is, so love it. Um, Co-ed by Rachel Van Dyke, Flirt, Flirtosaurus by Aaron Mallon, Glam Squad and Groomsmen by Samantha Chase, The Bad Boy and the Tomboy by Nicole uh, Nusu, Noso. Um, totally butchered that. Sorry for that. Um, Las Vegas Sidewinders, Mate by Kate Mazzara, and then obviously The Pretty Little Wife by Derby Kate. Nice. So, that was y'all. a lot so currently this year i have read um i think it's 38 books dude which is pretty low considering the fact that i feel like by now i should have read more but dude so i need to pick it up okay you crazy i've only read four this year and uh my goal is 30 i think so we'll see <laughs> we'll get there guys <laughs> she's slow progress i'm like no comment from you i get it i get it oh you're funny you're <laughs> funny um i am funny though why don't you tell them what we're reading next as we know now yes we have known or we now know, sorry, not have known. Um, so we chose to do teen fantasy. This is actually one that we were thinking of doing instead of um, doing another thriller, but I'm happy we decided to do the thriller. Anyways, um, we're doing a teen fantasy and it's called Cast in Firelight by Dana Swift. So it looks like <coughs> this came out dun, 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 January 19th, 2021. So it just came out uh, a little bit so we shall see i i just bought it uh, wednesday no wait tuesday night yeah nice yeah so i did buy it the other night so i it got shipped so i'm excited because i also bought some other books and i can't wait to read those um (laughs) which i will be instagramming all those when they come in but i can't wait for this one to uh i can't wait to read it because we haven't actually i haven't actually read a teen fantasy in a while yeah right i think black which was actually the last one. Oh damn girl which is pretty long if you think about it and i technically finished um the light mage yeah this year and so i've technically read one more recently than you which is not <clears throat> always the case usually i'm the one that reads more too oh, fast totally are you totally are so strange shit is happening <laughs> oh boy is it ever <laughs> uh Lindsay is slowly getting up there in the books though and we are excited for this we'll push her to read more people one don't day, worry guys, one day yay um but yeah no we're excited to see what what this next one comes out or what this one's like um so yeah look for it for our april podcast but um this saturday coming up is actually when this book or episode comes out so 
please rate, review, and subscribe to it, people, because we loved it. Yes, yes. And read it. Let us know what you thought, if you did. Uh, please do. I'm sure we'd love to talk about it more, honestly. So, yay. I think we would. I'm pretty sure we'd talk anyone Hundy. about this book. Hundy percent. So, so definitely anyone <laughs> listening, <laughs> pick up this book. I'm You're making right. my mom read it when she gets back. Oh, so. good. I already told her. I was like, I'm putting the book in your hands and you have to read it. <laughs> so Fair. So it's happening, but yeah. Um, so again, you guys can follow us on boozeandbooks.podcast um, or our personal one, Lindsay's at um, lind.said, L-I-N-D dot S-A-I-D. And then mine's kristen.shu, S-H-E-W for the shoe part. And then you can also email us at booze and books at gmail.com b-o-o-o that's three o's z-e and b-o-o-o again three o's k-s at gmail.com what 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 yay well catch you guys next time yeah one two three bye, bye.